Central New York, and hello, hockey fans all across the internet, and welcome to 315 Hockey Live, brought to you by 315hockey.com and powered by My Little Falls. I'm your host, Scott Kinville, and we have got a really fun show lined up for you tonight. We are doing our Hamilton College Hockey Preview Show. And before I bring our first guest in, I want to bring in my my partner, my my partner in crime, my I'm the producer. only guy here. Exactly. He's <laughs> Dave the Safe Warner. Anybody who's watching the show yeah. knows who this guy yeah, is. How are you doing? Do by now. Hi, I'm, go- I'm doing well. Yeah. What's up? Yeah, good. I had to come here and trudge through the snow. I know. I looked first... out the door. It's like, man, snow on the ground. Oh, uh, killing like, me. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, too early. <laughs> exactly. But hey, you know what? It is upstate New York and it is November. So guess what? Yeah. We're getting it. Yeah, right. <laughs> all right. Without further ado, let's get on with this show. Uh, first of all, we are going to do our Hamilton College women's hockey preview. And I'll tell you, we got some great guests lined up for you today. So I am just going to go ahead and bring them right in. We have got head coach Emily McNamara and we've got Nancy Lowe and Abby Coons from the team. How are you guys doing tonight? Great. That's awesome. Yeah, we were just talking a little bit before we went on the air. Uh, it looks like Abby and Nancy are, are, are dog watching. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a, like I said, it's a super cool background. I, I almost thought it was fake for a second, but that's, uh, it is, it's real. So <laughs> before we get into this preview show, let's do a little background on you guys. So, uh, so coach, we'll start with you. So you were a standout player at Middlebury, and you uh, started your coaching career as an assistant there. And you are now, let's see, in your 11th season at Hamilton. So tell us, how did you end up at Hamilton College? Um, well, I guess starting, I'll go all the way back. So starting at Middlebury, um, I can honestly say I was never really thinking about getting into coaching. But I, it was senior fall, and my coach asked if I had any interest in staying the next year and coach. And at that point, it's your senior year. You just want to focus on academics, obviously, but hockey a little bit too. So, um, so yeah, I said, why not? I not have to. I didn't have to look for a job all of senior year. I was able to focus on hockey. So, ended up staying. I, I I never left. I was there for eight years straight, which is a unique experience. Um, coaching a lot of the players that you played with, and then. Um, actually left coach college coaching for a year and started to work on a master's in sports psychology at Springfield's college um, in mass. And I loved the program, but I had done a little bit of club hockey coaching during that time. And it just, it sort of drove me back to the college world. And I think it helped me realize how much I had loved the experience um, of coaching at Middlebury. So midway through that um, program, the Hamilton job jump opened up and I went for it and, here I am, lots of years later, still going strong. <laughs> That's great. That's great. But, you know, you bring up a very interesting point now that you say that. How was that actually coaching players that you had just played with? Um, I mean, it's it's. I think it's a tough time for anyone right after you graduate from college. These guys are way closer than, than they want to admit to that. Um, so it was, it, was a, it was a different experience. I think it was it was good in a lot of ways. You know, I knew – I was really confident in what I was coaching, but it's it's odd to be there with the people you just played with to really have to change those relationships. So, I would say it, it's not ideal, but it does give you some. It gives you an interesting experience, and it sort of forces you to grow up pretty quickly. I would say, from a coaching standpoint. Well, I guess so. I mean, you, you like I said, you don't really think of it that way, but you're right. I mean, you know, that's one big step right off the bat. Uh, okay. So we'll uh, we'll get to you, Nancy. We'll, uh, so you are from Syracuse. Uh, yeah. You played for the Syracuse Nationals, and now you're at Hamilton. So tell us, what made you decide to come to Hamilton College? So 
Hamilton was never really on my radar, I guess, as you would think it would be coming from somewhere so close to it. But I kind of came across it. I think um, my mom made me do a college tour on just like a random day off. And we went to Hamilton because it was nearby. And I really liked the campus. So I that that sort of got me thinking about it. And then that summer, I went to rink sport in Boston, and I was on Coach Mack's team. So that's um, kind of where I got connected with her. And then from there, I just, it kind of was way above all the other schools I looked at. And I kind of always knew that that's where I would end up and didn't look too far into other schools. There you go. That's that's really cool. All right. So, Abby, you are from Skinny Atlas, uh, but you took a little bit different of a path. You went to high school in Connecticut. Uh, you played for the Mid-Fairfield Stars, and now you're back at Hamilton in central New York. So tell us about that path. How did you end up going to Connecticut? And then part two, how did you end up coming back? Yeah, so basically I was uh, at Skinny Atlas until my junior year of high school. Um, academically and athletically, I needed to grow a bit. So I started to look at other options, and that's where Loomis came into the picture. Um, and so I spent two years at Loomis, and my Loomis coach played on a team with Mac. And so there was a connection there, and so she put me in touch, and I went on a visit and an overnight with the team and immediately knew that was the place I wanted to be. And there you go. That's There you go. So uh, you guys have got a lot in common, actually. You're both seniors, and you're both from the central New York area. Now, did you play against each other at all before you came to Hamilton? No. no, we always knew each other, but we never really played against each other or on the same team. Okay, I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. So, uh, and you also both, it looks like you redshirted in both your first years. So tell us a little bit about that. You, I, I yeah. did not. Oh, you didn't? Okay, I was, sorry. I was looking at the bio there, so I'm, I'm sorry. It's, uh... um, I took time off during COVID just because the school wasn't really the same. So then to have a little bit of a break from it and then come back and still be able to use my eligibility okay yeah that makes a lot of sense and and you're right that really um it was quite a different uh time for sure uh so let's see you were both named to the NESCAC first team all-star or all-conference last season uh how did that feel (laughs) obviously pretty good right (laughs) they're looking at me like yeah what a question is that (laughs) who is this guy yeah yeah it was I think in the end we were disappointed with the outcome of our season and so although it was like great to have that accomplishment, there is still in the back of our head that we want more. And I think coming back this year, there's still that opportunity to get the more that we want. And so that's kind of been my focus. Gotcha. Gotcha. You know what? Let's talk about that for a little bit. Uh, so last season, you guys did finish 12-10-0. Uh, you went to the NESCAC Championship semifinals uh, where you were beaten by Middlebury in a heartbreaker. But Middlebury did go on to win the national championship. So... You know, obviously it's disappointing, but coming into the season, too, it's got to make you feel pretty good that you were so successful last year that you came that close to beating the eventual national champs. Yeah, it that definitely um, gives us a lot of motivation going into this year. And even last year, we all – I think we all really believed that we could do it. And I guess it just – like you said, it was a heartbreaker. A lot of us are still not over that and are looking to get revenge. But um, definitely something that fuels us for this year. Oh, I can imagine for sure. So, Coach, this one's for you. Uh, so, going All into right. this season, you are ranked number 15 in the latest USCHO poll. Um, what are some of the strengths you see of your team coming into this season? Um, well, you're looking at two of them, I would say. <laughs> so, I think we have – I think we're in that really cool situation where 
your best your best players are also your best leaders. Um, I think a lot of that scenario you want, and it doesn't happen every year. Um, and obviously, it's really ideal um, when it does. So along with these two, we have just an outstanding class of seniors. Um, we have two defensemen, and then we have six forwards who are all in our top lines. They all play a ton. So we have a lot of experience. We have a lot of depth. And I think the other seniors in the class, honestly, I think that we do have two other captains, but I think any of them could be named captain in, on different teams. Um, so it's just like it's a really unbelievable senior class. And I, I always look at the teams that are most successful and really in any sport. Um, and I think a lot comes down to what you have in that senior class, how they play together, how they stay together, um, but how they, you know, Put, put the team before themselves and they already touched on that just in terms of looking right past being named all conference right back to wanting more out of this season so so yeah I would say our depth well our experience but then on top of that we do have a lot of depth um I'm actually I'm looking down at a very very long roster right now so <laughs> we will uh we'll have some challenges that come with this depth for sure but you know, unless something major changes in the next 48 hours, we'll have 10 healthy kids in the stands at Amherst on Friday night. So um, that will be that'll be a unique experience. That'll be a new one for Katie and I to kind of figure out what makes the most sense. So so, yeah, I, I, I would say our depth and our experience, those those should be the keys to this this season. Well, it sounds like you got a good problem, though. Yes, yes. We've, we've, we've been on the other side of it. And I think right now, obviously, although I haven't had to put kids in the stands yet, but I think, I think we're, we'll be in a much better spot this year. I gotcha. So just for our, our listeners, so who are some of your key graduates that were from last season that won't be here this year? Um, well, Jess Haviland was one of our captains last year. She was a transfer from Union, uh, really hardworking forward, great captain, great leader. And then uh, Sid Molnar and Gab Venn were both starting goalies for us at different times throughout their careers. So um, that was really that that was it. So it's a it's a different year for sure. And then uh, Nancy and Maya Beretta are both players that were at, at one point in that class and have now joined this class. So, um, so yeah, we uh, will be in a new spot goaltending wise, but skater wise, we have basically everyone but Jess back, which is exciting. Excellent. Excellent. So we actually have a, a viewer question. Uh, Barry Shelley wants to know, do the women expect to stay in hockey after their college days? And I think he's directing that towards Abby and Nancy. So basically, are you going to be following in your coach's footsteps? I, I have no idea. <laughs> Hockey's been such a big part of my life that I still want it in my life, but I don't know what that will look like. Gotcha. How about you, we Nancy? Are, we were actually just talking about this the other day and saying how obviously it'll be in our lives in some form, but um, at least for me and Abby, we don't really know how that's going to look. I think there's opportunities to play that um, – I've thought about, but I don't know. So, like, I guess I'm kind of just seeing how the year goes and what sort of opportunities pop up. Hey, don't feel bad. It took me until I was, like, 34 years old to figure out what I wanted to do. So <laughs> <laughs> and That was, what, only 20 years ago? Yeah, something no. like that. <laughs> something like that, right? Uh -huh. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll just round up. How's yeah, that? 
<laughs> oh, hold on. We got a wrong button. No, there no, we go. All right. all right. So you guys have got actually a, a pretty tough schedule this year. Uh, I was looking at it earlier. You got six ranked opponents on the docket. Coach, do you see any advantages of having that many tough games in your schedule? Um, I mean, I feel like it's just kind of our reality. I think the, the great thing is, obviously, the NESCAC is always strong top to bottom. Um, and then I think we're really fortunate to be in a location where we don't have to travel far to play really good hockey teams. Uh, so we love playing these New York teams. It's, it's local, but I also think it's fun. You know, it's fun to play Utica, fun to play Morrisville. Um, but yeah, it's we've, we've had years where there were some teams, I would say, on our schedule that weren't quite as strong. And, you know, every once in a while, I think it is good to get get a win under your belt although i don't even know that any game in hockey is guaranteed so right. I, I think overall we gain a lot more from just having good competition at all times it, it's kind of crazy but when you look at our schedule i would say we have basically a 50 percent chance of winning or losing every game that we play which is kind of wild way way more stressful as a coach but <laughs> a lot more fun as a player i think so so, yeah, I, I think it, it puts us in a good position, and I, I, we're excited. You know, we have Elmira on, on the schedule this year for the first time since COVID. We haven't played them in a while. Um, and obviously, you know, Utica, Oswego, Cortland, all these schools have been really strong in the past. So we're excited. Oh, I can imagine. And, and you hit the ground running on while well, you open up your season this Friday at Amherst, who's ranked number 11. So, I mean, there you go, yes. right there. Um, so – Okay, ladies, I'll ask you, do you prefer a short road trip or a long road trip? Not me. No. Anywhere else. <laughs> Get me out of here. <laughs> I don't mind the road trips. That's always been a fun aspect of hockey is getting to travel with your team. At least for me, coming from only playing travel hockey, we didn't really get to ride buses together. So that's been something that I've enjoyed is just having the whole team there. And I guess that's a big part of it for us too. And it's like – big bonding opportunity. Yeah, absolutely. And you know what? That's, you know, a lot of players say that too, because, you know, some people would think, oh my God, I don't want to be on the bus for, you know, seven, eight or eight, nine hours or something like that. But it does give you a chance to come together. And especially when you got to stay overnight for a couple of days in a certain spot. I mean, it's, you know, it's actually good for a, a team bonding exercise. Yeah. I think something that's really special about our team is we already spend a lot of time together. And so, yes, the bus gets us all in one space, but most of the time we already are in one space. So that's one of the best things about our team. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, you know, here's just a little off the wall question for you too. So one of the, the big thing with hockey teams is everybody's got a nickname, right? Whether it's, you know, you're just adding an E on the end of it or whatever. So who on your team has the best nicknames? Um, this is like a, a final exam you get. Oh, I got, I got, I have one. Can I right. in Absolutely. We have, we have a defenseman whose last name is Quackenbush. So <laughs> at least Katie and I call her Quack. <laughs> so, that's, I feel like that's a good one. Oh, geez. That's a good now, one. Now, let me ask you then. Is it like the Mighty Ducks? Do you go quack, quack, quack? Or is that? <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. Maybe this year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. So, you know, off the ice, too, you guys are, are very involved in the community. Uh, you have Ham Pals. And I saw you were just involved, uh, I think it was this past Sunday, with the Clinton Youth Hockey Organization at Altieri's. Uh Tell us a little bit about Ham Pals and how that came about. Uh, so this program actually started not too long ago, and Mia Lapata, who was just on the show, was the first hand pal, and it just started as a way to 
grow a connection between our team and the young girls in Clinton. And the men's hockey team has a similar program. So we kind of model it. I guess they work similarly um, where we, we support each other at games. A lot of the girls really love coming to our games. And then every now and then uh, we'll pop over to their games when they're local. And we also, it's just a good connection to have like a family for us, um, somebody else who's looking out for you, especially if you're far from home. And we also will do like a fun skate around with them or we'll coach at their practices. Um, so we're looking forward to that, especially because we haven't been able to do the program re in recent years because of COVID. So we're just getting it started again. Yeah, that's got to be one of the best parts to just get involved with the kids like that. It's got to be so much fun. Uh, let's see. Jane Chase wants to know, who are your favorite rink dogs? <laughs> that, that's my aunt. Okay. <laughs> that's funny. I was going to say, probably the most guaranteed listeners today are the Lowe's and the Princess. <laughs> oh, jeez. My aunt brings her little Chihuahua mutt dog to every game, and she has a Hamilton sweater that she wears, and um, one of my favorite parts after home games is walking up to the lobby and she puts her down and she just comes sprinting over to me. Oh, so no way. There's a right answer to that question. <laughs> <laughs> that is great. Yeah. That's awesome. So, you know, going back to just like working with the, the, the kids through the hand pals program, what kind of advice would you give a young hockey player who wants to advance in their career? That's for anybody. Boy, that's yeah. like, like it's like Barry popped that same almost exact question. Oh my god! At the same time. <laughs> okay, well, mind melt. <laughs> yeah, I would say most importantly, don't forget to have fun, and that's why you should play the sport. And when you're having fun, it's easy to work hard, and all the other stuff comes along with that. Absolutely, and you know what? Speaking of the, the, along those lines, uh, Abby, Nancy, did you guys play any other sports growing up? Yeah. And what were they? I played uh, soccer, hockey, and then lacrosse up until my sophomore year of college. And I also played lacrosse a little bit throughout high school, and then I switched over to golf. Oh, no kidding. Hmm. There you go. Uh, so are you a scratch golfer, or? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I guarantee you could beat me. That's a... um, It's a little bit too much of a mental game for me, so I just try to go <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, I will tell you this. Like, when I go, I, I swing as much as I can because I want to get my money's worth. That's it. You know, I don't want to feel like I was cheated out of it, you know? There you go. <laughs> we actually, we do have a scratch golfer on our team. Really? One of our captains, Maddie Hong. Yep. Wow. Wow. That's yeah, impressive. she's on the golf team, and she's, I would imagine she's right around scratch. No kidding. Wow. Okay. Yep. That yeah. is awesome. Scott could shoot 100, but that's on the first nine. That's right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's the kind of people I like to play with. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I always have to go by myself because otherwise I'd hold everybody up if I was on a team. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Coach, let me ask you this. Uh, and since we're, we're talking about other sports, do you think that it's, it's good for, for younger players and kids to get themselves involved in other sports as well and not just concentrate on one year-round? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think it, it, number one, it helps with the fun aspect. Um, 
But I think we we talk about even now all the time. These guys can probably think about times on the ice that we. I always say like, who played best? Yeah, they're shaking their heads. Um, and we try to use things they might have learned in another sport to make those analogies and sort of make the connections, help them understand what we're talking about. But I think it only helps. Um, and obviously it's moved in a direction where kids are focused and having to spend so much time on one sport, but you really hope that we dial it back at some point here and just make sure that kids have the time and flexibility to play different sports as long as they possibly can, especially through high school. Absolutely. That's the key word right there too, is having fun with it. So I'll go around the table here. So starting with you, Abby, any early hockey influences? I would say it was always my brothers. Um, I always wanted to be like my brothers. They're the reason I started to play. Um, One of my brothers played in college and the other one played through high school and they both were just very good players. They played D. That's, those are the people I always looked up to. Nice. How about you, Nance? Uh, Similar for me, both my older sisters played when I was growing up. And uh, for me, I think I always looked up to them and as well as my dad who coached our, all of my teams growing up. So that was um, something that, really got me interested in the game and I kind of never really, I don't really know life without hockey. (laughs) (laughs) And how about you coach? Um, Probably similar to be honest. My, uh, I have an older sister and older brother and I actually followed my older sister first. So started, she was a figure skater. um, So I started in that direction and at some point it, it just felt a little bit too boring for me and it really didn't fit my personality. I don't think that well. So switched over to hockey um probably around second or third grade and my brother had played hockey and so i was constantly he's eight years older than i am and i was sort of like their punching bag but all of his friends were always shooting on me in the driveway things like that so it's definitely the the older sibling influence that took over nice very nice yeah i had an older cousin like that so that's uh and he was, he, he would sometimes get a little liberal with his stick. So I was, uh, yeah. <laughs> I learned to duck at an early age too. That was, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> so the season starts, like I was saying this Friday at Amherst and, um, let's see, you got two games there and then you come home Tuesday to play Morrisville. Um, any thoughts going into the season as far as, um, obviously you're expecting to, you know, win as much as possible. Um, but any other thoughts going in? What do you guys have here? <laughs> Um, I, I think everybody's just really excited for this season, especially um, where last year was our first year coming back after an entire season off from COVID. Um, so we were definitely a little less experienced. Um, so coming into this year, we have so much more experience. And I think that, like Coach Max said earlier, that's going to be one of our really big strengths. And um, just everybody believing that we have a ton of pot- potential to be a really great team. And I would say for me, uh, being a senior, just taking time to like slow it down and enjoy it and get the most out of our last year. Yeah, absolutely. How about you, coach? Probably similar to these guys. Um, you know, I think we, the nice thing about the experience is we, we got on the ice, Katie and I got on the ice October 22nd. Um, and so many of the habits and the things that we want were already in place. So you could see where like, we basically have a bunch of coaches within the team, which I think is an ideal situation to be in. Um, and they've made our jobs really easy in a lot of ways. So 
you know, I think the biggest thing with with experience is that you've been in so many different situations. So I'm I'm really hopeful that we will be able to handle adversity because realistically, it's hockey. There will be an adversity probably in the first 10 seconds on Friday night. Um, and so much of it will come down to how we respond. And we have so many kids that have been in difficult situations. We've certainly put ourselves in plenty of those over the last handful of years. So, uh, but they know that we can, we can always score. We can come out on top. Um, so I think having that to draw on, I hope we have a pretty mature team. Um, well, that really can handle adversity and difficult situations. Yeah, absolutely. Having a, a veteran group like that is so helpful in those situations. It, it really truly is no doubt about it. Uh, so let's see. And looking forward, so your schedule, where are we going to find that online? We're looking at uh, athletics.hamilton.edu, correct? Yep. Very good. Very good. Awesome. All right. Well, ladies, thank you so much for coming on. We re- really appreciate it. And, you know, best of luck in the in the coming season. Um, anybody you want to say hi to since we got uh, some family watching? <laughs> <laughs> I'll say hi to my grandpa. I know he's watching, and he's one of our big, biggest fans. So Nice. Nice. How about you, Ab? Say hi to my parents. Awesome. How about you, Coach? <laughs> I, I will also say hi to all the Lowe's and the Coonses um, <laughs> watching. We are, we're very lucky to have our Central New York families because we are always guaranteed to have fans. And they've been unbelievable at taking kids in, hosting them for dinners and things like that. So we are – I'll say hi to the Lowe's and Coonses as well. Awesome. Very awesome. And, you know, what? I guarantee you I will be out for a few games out there to say drink this year because – like I said, you guys okay. got a heck of a team looking like, and uh, it's going to be a great season. All right. All right. Thank you for having us. Absolutely. Well, thank you for having us. Thank you so much for coming on. We really appreciate it. And best of luck to you guys this season. Thank, thank you. you. All right. Take care now. All right. That was Coach Emily McNamara, Abby Coons, and Nancy Lowe. That was awesome. That I, You know what? This – this is the best part about being in central New York. There's so much great hockey that it's just, you know, it's everywhere. And now two more teams starting up in the, the Hamilton women and our next guest coming up after commercial break, which are going to be the Hamilton men. We've got uh, their head coach coming on uh, Rob Haberbush and also Nick Hawkins is coming on. Uh, so Dave, I'll tell you what, why don't we go to a quick commercial break here? And then when we come back, we will continue on with the show. That was good. All right. Visit My Little Falls and stay connected with the latest news, information, and events in the city and the area. Our mission is to generate interest in the community and connect residents in a more meaningful way by facilitating deeper conversations about how these stories will shape the future of the Mohawk Valley. Join thousands of weekly visitors who stay up to date with feature stories, interviews, videos, our event calendar, and print publication, the Mohawk Valley Express. It's about timely local news for the community, keeping citizens informed about important issues, telling about the people who live and work here, and giving locally owned businesses the opportunity to reach a very targeted audience of locals and tourists alike. It's a whole new form of media-rich content developed specifically for today's mobile lifestyle and listeners. You can download our iOS app in the iTunes store, listen to our country music streaming radio station, or sign up for a weekly newsletter. Stop by today at MyBunFalls.com. You'll be glad you did.
And we're back. Welcome back. So, like I said, that was that was absolutely awesome having having those guys on. And uh, and again, you you just you look so forward to this time of year uh, with the all the hockey going on. So while we're waiting for Coach Haberbush and Nick to come on, uh, we'll do a little quick recap. We did a game of the week last week. That's all. Yeah, it was uh, it was the uh, Utica Comets at the Syracuse Crunch. If you're a Comets fan, that was not a good game. If you're a Crunch game <laughs> no. or a Crunch fan, you loved that game. Yeah, that was, I know. Uh, oof. That would, um, I think the final score ended up being eight to three. Um, so, anyways, you know that was uh, there was a suspension announced today out of that game. Um, actually, really? Mason Gersten got suspended for six games. Really? Oh, geez. I, I didn't yeah. see that. Ooh. Yeah, there was uh, for he, what? Well, he left the bench to go get into a fight, and the AHL does not like that at all. They don't like that. Yeah. Yeah. So he's uh, he's got six games off to to think about what he's done. Jeez. So, yeah. So he's in timeout. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> definitely in timeout. <laughs> um, so we got. Our next guest coming in, I'm sure he's never done anything like that, but we'll have to ask him anyway. So, <laughs> anyways, from the Hamilton College Continentals men's hockey team, I got Nick Hawkins coming in. Nick, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Can you hear me all right? I can hear you just fine, my friend. Thank you for coming on. No, thanks for having me. Oh, this is really cool. So, so how's it going? Good. Sorry, I just got off the ice and a little sweaty. So, oh, no, that's all I right. I was going to say, it looks like he's still got a uniform on or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's great because you know what? This is like like almost like being on the ice. This is great. Yeah. <laughs> One second. I'm gonna shut this door so we don't get any um, audio feedback with Coach here. Yeah, no problem. Oh, okay. And and speaking of the there he is right there, the man who just ran the practice, Hamilton coach Rob that's Haberbush. Right. Coach, how are you? Very good, thanks. How are you, Scott? I'm fine. I'm fine. And thank you for coming on. We really appreciate you guys taking right after getting off the ice too. That's that's awesome. Our pleasure. All right. So listen, we're gonna before we get into our season preview here, we just want to get a quick background on both of you guys for our viewers. So, Coach, you uh, began your coaching career at Iona, and then you went to Army, and now you've been at Hamilton for it looks like uh, twelve years. So, tell us about your path to getting to Hamilton. Uh, yeah, so I was working at uh, West Point. I was there for eight years, and I was looking, uh, you know, wanted to be a head coach, and working at West Point. It was a great school academically. Obviously, it's a really prestigious place, and players are going on and doing amazing things, you know, in the military and uh, and outside of the military as well once, once they get out if they choose to. And, uh, you know, it was really special being a part of a, a great school like that that was opening so many opportunities. For, the, for their graduates and really wanted to continue that. And this was a chance to be a head coach at another great school that, um, you know, has an amazing impact on, on our players' lives. So that's what attracted me here and, you know, interviewed and was lucky enough to get the job. Excellent. Yeah, I mean, and you know what, you're right. Uh, historic school, Hamilton is right along with uh, West Point. Uh, Nick, you're actually from Colorado. Uh, your yep. bio says you went to high school at uh, Gilmore Academy in Ohio, and now you're at Hamilton. So yeah. tell us about your cross-country journey to Hamilton. Yeah, um, I uh, I grew up playing just double-A club hockey for my local team back home in Colorado. And then my head coach at the time actually knew uh, the director of hockey at Gilmore. So I was fortunate enough to get hooked up there. I had two good years there. I did a senior year and a post-grad year. And then um, I was seen at a showcase uh, by the Brockville Braves, the CCHL Junior A um, in Ontario, Eastern Ontario. And 
From there, I was recruited by Coach Haberbush and our previous assistant coach, Coach Hambrook, to come to Hamilton. And like Coach said, um, this place just truly has such an impact on our guys' lives. So, you know, my visit here, um, it sounds cliche, but it was just a gut feeling. I could feel the commu community, um, the professors, the staff, the, the guys I visited with, they were, they were top notch. And um, for me, it's just haven't looked back. It's been an awesome experience. Nice, nice. Was there any other schools in the running? Uh, yeah. Um, division one wise, I only had one look, sort of look, and that was from Army. And then um, Division three wise, I narrowed it down to Hamilton and Babson College um, because they had a good entrepreneurship program over at uh, Babson. Their business school is really awesome. Um, but like I said, just I visited both, and Hamilton just stuck out. It was just a gut feeling, and I knew right away. So. Excellent. Excellent. All right. So let's do a, a, just a quick recap from last season. So last season, you guys uh, went 11-10-1, uh, and you made it to the semifinal of the NESCAC championship. So coming into this season, what are some of the, the key departures from last season's team, Coach? Well, uh, I, I'd say we we had three, three really key departures. Um, Sean Storr in goal um, was – I think the most underrated goalie in our conference, uh, Nick Rotigliano on D who, in my opinion, had to be the best defenseman in the country last year. Uh, and Jordy Jefferson was a second team all conference, uh, forward up front for us. So those are, those are going to be, uh, you know, really big, big shoes for us to fill, you know, at every position. Sure. Sure. But you know what, coming into the season, what are some of the strengths you see? What are some of the things that you like? Uh, I like our leadership, uh, first and foremost. Uh, Cade Groton, um, Fred Allaire, and Nick are our three captains, and they're just doing an amazing job. And, uh, you know, most coaches will tell you if you have good leadership, you can do really special things. So I think right off the bat, uh, that, is, that is definitely a strength of ours. And we bring back a lot of scoring from last year, so that's another thing that we're excited about. Yeah, excellent. How about you, Nick? What do you think? Um, I think one thing that just hops off right out of the bat this year has been work ethic. Like the drive and the guys on our team, like they're just ready to go right off the hop. Um, the NESCAC has a rule where we can't start skating, obviously, until a given date in October. So we had captain's practices, and right from the start, guys were going as hard as they could. They're really showing effort-wise. They're ready to you know, jump in and make an impact and do what they can to get in the lineup. And then in the weight room, guys are working hard too. And I would say also we're just gelling as a team. Like we can feel just chemistry up and down. I feel each guy really truly cares about one another. And I think that's the number one thing you need to succeed in college hockey is you need buy-in. And when you love the guy next to you, I mean, it's it's just easy to buy in. I mean, it's easy to do the little things that like take a hit, put a puck in deep, the things that suck, but when your team, when you really love a guy, you love your teammates, you'll do anything for him. So I think that's the biggest thing that hops, that hops off the page for me uh, yeah. so far. Excellent. Excellent. And, you know, you mentioned the, the NESCAC rule about uh, not being able to take the ice until October. Is there a particular reason for that? Uh, yeah, they try to protect the multi-sport athletes here. Okay. Um, so they, they try to keep the seasons from overlapping as much as possible. That makes a lot of sense, actually, yeah. because, I mean, that can be a lot, you know, especially on the college level. I mean, that's you know, I mean, taking it to a whole new level, right? So, 
<laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know, I'm, I'm looking at your schedule and you've got some long road trips out of you here. So, uh, actually, Nick, I want to ask you because you, your academics are excellent. You're an academic All-American, it looked like. How do you balance your, your excellence in academics with like long road trips? How do you how do you do that? Yeah, I mean, for me and for the guys in my class, I know it started right when we got here. The upperclassmen kind of instituted right away. Like hockey is obviously what we love to do, but school comes first. You got to work hard in the classroom to be able to enjoy working hard on the ice and enjoy those kind of things. So when it comes to being on the road, you know, guys are really supportive of one another. We take classes with one another. Um, the professors are also very understanding and they appreciate when you get ahead of things and you, you know, let them know in advance, hey, it's, it's Monday, but hey, professor, I'm going to be gone this Friday. Um, I'd appreciate if I could get to know what I need to catch up on. And it's kind of things like that, just being proactive. And those are things that have been instituted from the top down when I came in as a freshman. And so we kind of passed that on to our younger guys. And the hockey team historically has had a really good GPA on this campus, and we take a lot of pride in that. And Coach, that's got to make you feel great knowing that your players are, are so proactive with their education like that. Absolutely, yeah. Like I said, that's – that's that leadership in action that I that I mentioned earlier. Yeah, definitely. Um, so looking at the schedule, is there any – I mean, obviously you look forward to every game, but is there any games that in particular are standing out on the schedule to you guys? Uh, for me, it's just the next one in front of us. That's, right. that's how I operate. Um, you know, the, we're going to start with Amherst on Saturday. That's, that's really all. That's, <laughs> for me, it's just the next one in front of us. Same thing for you, Nick. Yeah, I mean, you got to you got to follow that um, when Coach says that. We, I mean, yeah, we get up for every game, um, and especially you know we love playing in the NASCAC. Those games are so close, so low scoring. Just what it means to be a college hockey player. So we we really we really enjoy those as well. Sure, sure. So Barry Shelley wants to know. It says, I know most minor and pro teams are a bonding weekend getaway with the players and staff. Uh, does colleges do that? So in other words, is it a great opportunity for guys to bind together or bond together? Uh, you mean this opening weekend coming up, Scott? Uh, I guess he's, he's talking about pretty much any road trip in general. Yeah, it definitely is. I think so. Um, you know, you get on the bus, there's, no, there's nowhere to run. Everybody's <laughs> next to each other. and Nowhere to run. Um, yeah. You know, you're, you're going to get made fun of for something. And, uh, you know, the laughs start going around. Um you know, you're rooming with somebody that, that you haven't before in the past. You get to know people on a different level. Uh, yeah, I think that's a huge part of uh, bringing a team together. Yeah, no doubt about it. How about do you think so, Nick? Is that – and I guess what I'll ask you too is do you prefer a long road trip or a shorter road trip? I mean, I think the, the longer road trips are more fun. You get to do the little, you know, watch wedding crashers on the bus. Uh, <laughs> games. But I think I think coach one thing you should mention is we do a little roommate lottery on our team so as soon as we get to every hotel that's true coach reads off the roommate pairings and that always gets the guys going no matter if it's 2 a.m when we finally get to our destination but oh so you guys don't pick yeah. your roommates no it's like uh we get to the hotel and we all wait in the lobby and coach goes to the front desk gets the keys and then he reads he he does it all he gets the uh, suspense going and reads names one by one the guys that's love funny. It. Coach, is there a method to the madness on that, or is it just a random draw? Uh, we just try to change everybody up. You know, like we try to keep people um, up, like uh, 
we don't put people in the same class together. Usually people that live together, we, you know, they're going to see each other when we get back to campus. So we, we divide them up, um, you know, just try to put people in with, with people that they might not be that close with. And then, you know, shuffle things for, for the next road trip when, you know, last year, a lot of it had to do with COVID, you know, you were trying to put people together. Like at one point we had half the team had COVID and the other didn't. So we were people that weren't going to get infected. We were rooming them with somebody that hadn't. So those are, those are some of the things that go through your head as a coach. Yeah. I mean, knock on wood, it's gotta be such a relief that, you know, hopefully, and I'm not trying to jinx anything, but all that is, is in the rear view mirror at, at this point, because, you know, that, that just threw a heck of a loop into, into everything for all two years, really. Yeah. So. Yeah. More than, yeah. <laughs> Say that again. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this is actually a good question too. So, and, and coach, this is for you. Uh, Barry says he was in the air force and always wondered how hard it is to recruit players being at West point. Um, you know, it, uh, I don't, it, it wasn't, it was challenging, I would say. Um, but, uh, I, I wouldn't call it difficult. I think, um, you know, when you contacted players, there were some, you know, the minority, some would say, heck yeah, I want to do that. That was a minority. There was, there was a group that would say, heck no, I'm not doing that. That was a minority. And the rest of the people were kind of in the middle. Like I never thought about that, but, uh, I know it's a good school. Uh, I know you've got division one hockey and, um, you know, I, I never, I don't really know much about the military and I'd like to learn more. Sure. And, uh, you know, when, when West Point has a chance to show itself off, it's, it's a pretty impressive place. I can Um, can imagine for sure. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the opportunities that you have in the military after graduation, um, you know, and, and in the private sector as well, if you choose to move on there, those are impressive as well. So it, it was, uh, there was a lot to work with, I would say. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And you know, that actually kind of makes me think now too, like, uh, recruiting nowadays, is it more a, a lot of a video recruiting or do you go out on the road a lot? Uh, we're on the road a lot. It's, uh, you know, you can, you can see a lot, um, on online now more, more than ever, uh, you know, but you can't, you know, you can't make that face-to-face contact from from your computer. Well, I guess you can like this now, but right. <laughs> still not the same as, you know, shaking someone's hand. So right, sure. We're still out there. Oh, Everyone absolutely. is. Absolutely. Well, you know, it's funny. You know, we were just talking about team bonding, and, uh, and now and – and I asked the ladies the same question. So hockey teams are known for everybody having a nickname. So – who on your team has the best nickname? Oh, I like going to be good. Who's got the best nicknames? I'd like to answer this one if I can, Scott. Uh, Here it comes. You're, you're looking at the guy with the best nickname, no. Nick Hawkins, the Hawk Show. Oh, hey. That's, yeah. good. That's great. I like that. That I think is Jordy awesome. Jefferson came up with that. Am I wrong, Hawk? I don't know. I like these nicknames. I don't know how they stick sometimes, but they do. And then 
some guy like throw something out and you just look at him and you're like, come on, like, no, <laughs> I think it makes it even worse. You get, they get a reaction out of you. Oh, that is great. The hog show. I like that. I, I really it's do. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Yeah. yeah you, can, you can throw a hawk or a hawker in there too, but yeah. if, you know, you really want to get the room's attention. You throw out a hawk show. You know, we, we should get a three one five hockey hat made up with the, the hawk show on yeah, the back. That'd I be like great. <laughs> No doubt. Now you're talking. Yeah. And, and they, it, they can play the barnyard rats. Yeah. No. yeah you're the team <laughs> Here we go invented, again. Yeah, Dave invented a team last week. That's a it's an entirely inside joke. So uh, <laughs> uh. <laughs> any others? Hawk, why don't you take that? Uh, Hawk's looking to, to pass it along now. He's like, I gotta get this one off me. He's <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. There's, I mean, yeah. Let's keep it PG too here. Yeah. <laughs> We've been known to go well, uh, R. We I would say, I, would say uh, I don't know. Nothing's really coming to me right now. That's mm. all right. Well, you know Co- what? Coach has some in his head. Yeah. I can see it. Oh, you got a few. Yeah. Uh, we'll have this out on the social medias, and Hawk, you can check it out, and then you can answer in there, and then the whole internet will see yeah. it. That'll be. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so I know you guys just got done with practice, so I got just a couple more questions for you. Uh, sure. Nick, who were some of your early influences, favorite players growing up? Oh, I think the obvious answer for me is Sidney Crosby, like just leadership-wise. I mean, growing up, he was like – he. I'm a 98 birth year, and he came in the league like 2005, I think. And so for me, just growing up watching him – was awesome. Um, just the way he leads, he's quiet, humble, just the total, like he's a, I mean, he's just like the perfect hockey player role model growing up. And then, um, in terms of guys, like I try to like play like, and like really emulate, like a guy who sticks out to me is like Zach Hyman. Um, just a good two way winger flies up and down the ice, gets to the dirty areas. Um, like, it's, it's little things like that, um, but I'd say my biggest influence growing up was definitely Sidney Crosby. Oh, that's that's really interesting, picking Zach Hyman, because you know he's, he is a, a heck of a player, hard-nosed. Yeah, yeah, that's, a, that's a great call. Uh, yeah. How about you, Coach? Any any uh, influences that you maybe try to do your coaching after or anybody you, uh, you like growing up? Uh, well, for me, it was Gretzky. Yeah, I, me I too. Was, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Born in 71, so, you know. <laughs> I, um, I don't know, nine or 10, he, he started in the league. And I always remember my senior year in high school, uh, he got traded from Edmonton to Los Angeles. You remember that? Yes, I do. Scott's favorite, Scott's was favorite a moment. Traumatic day of my young life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, well, I grew up in New Jersey, so New Jersey was not oh. very good back then. Uh, the whole Mickey when, Mouse thing, huh? Exactly. Well, when the Oilers came, the place was sold out. Our whole town was at the rink and, you know, the rink was sold out. But anyway, when I always remember when he got traded to Los Angeles, all of a sudden he was on TV in the United States right. all the time. And I got a lot better as a player for the first time in my life just watching him on TV. Like he was that good. You could just see what he did and um, – you know, implement some of it, not not all of it, but you know, that I, I felt like I got a lot better as a player just watching him that year. 
Yeah, absolutely. And you know what? He was my idol growing up, too. And, you know, the nice thing about Wayne was, too, is he wasn't, you know, a, a physically imposing person. So I gave a like – because I was never a physically imposing player either. So, I mean, it was always kind of that hope that, oh, maybe – no, no, I'll never be like that. <laughs> 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 One last question for you guys. So, on YouTube, I came across a video where the coach was mic'd up during a practice. So, Coach, how was that a little weird having a mic on during the practice and – um did they have to cut a few things out? Uh, no, it wasn't. It wasn't <laughs> weird. Um, I, I don't really remember uh, having it on. And, yeah, I think uh, it was from like no, five years ago. Yeah, they didn't have to cut anything out. I keep <laughs> it pretty tame, Scott. Okay. I think Nickel uh, Nickel backed me up on that. Not too. Yeah. Not too much. Uh, you know, they they can't be heard by by everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I was only busting your chops. It was a great video, though. It was that was that was a lot of fun, actually. It really was. Good. Well, guys, listen. I like I said. I know you just got done with practice, so I'm sure you want to get hit the shower and get something to eat. But we really appreciate you coming on, and um, you know, best of luck this season because it looks like you got a great team coming up here, and it looks like you guys are going to do real well. Thank you very, thank much. You very much. Thanks for having us. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. And, I, and I'll be out to the rink to see a few of your games. So awesome. we'll see you there. Terrific. All right, guys. Thanks for having us. All right. Thank you, fellas. Appreciate it. All right. Thank you. you. Got it. Bye-bye. All right. Good night. All right. So there it is. That is our Hamilton College Hockey Preview Show. Uh, that was a lot of fun. Yes, it was. I, I don't know what Barry's talking about here, though. Oh. When, when were you ever imposing in front of me? Well, I was imposing in front of Dave the Save. <laughs> Just, hmm. I don't know. Barry's gone off the rails. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, it's par for the course for this show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, we've done well tonight. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Well, you know what? We're going to end this now because uh, we, due to technical difficulties, we don't have our schedule graphics. Oh, is that? But don't blame it on me. But no, no, no. It's not you. It's just yeah, you know, it's just right. one of those things that happens. But anyways, they will be up on our socials. Oh, okay. So that'll give you all the more reason to check out our socials. We're right. on Facebook. And what are those? We're on Facebook, three one five hockey. We're on Instagram, three one five hockey, and we're on Twitter at three one five hockey. Okay, just gotta right. make sure you put that at. Wanted there. to make sure, yeah. <laughs> it's a Utica club. Oh yeah, boy. Really. Oh boy. Well, you know what? Before this show gets too much further off the rails, why don't we end it? All right. <laughs> All right. So, anyways. Thank you for checking us out this week, and thank you to everybody from the Hamilton College Hockey Program that was on tonight. We really appreciate it. So, for Dave the Save Warner, I'm Scott Kimball. Thanks for watching, and we will see you next week on 315 Hockey Live.